0: The Fall Guy, only in theaters May 3rd, rated PG-13 What's up Warriors fans, Brady Klaffer here with Golden State of Mind The Warriors just played the Indiana Pacers, finishing off a back-to-back to to start this six-game road trip Sorry I've been absent for a while on these podcasts I had COVID and it was not a super fun time to try to be talking for 15 minutes straight or whatnot So, took a few games off and I'm back for a game that I don't really want to talk about because this game was a bummer. Um, the Warriors lost. That's not really the bummer part. Uh, they lost 125-119. to 119. There were a lot of elements of the game that were pretty good for the Warriors. I'll talk about those in a minute. Um, they fell to 2-13 on the road. Lost this road back-to-back, getting blown out by the Bucks, And then this game against the Pacers got swept by the Pacers. Not something we would have expected going into the season. Um, But all of that is secondary to the news of the game, which is that Steph Curry got injured. Uh, It was the third quarter. He was going for a steal. Nothing notable on the play. It's not like it was something that you see and you you know gasp and put your hand over your mouth. But the play ended, and Curry was holding his left shoulder, kind of took a few steps, but was still just leaned over, holding it clearly in a lot of pain. Steve Kirk called a timeout. Got him out of the game. He went straight to the locker room. Quickly ruled out for the game. And is getting an MRI on Thursday. So we'll know more soon. There's a chance that by the time you're listening to this, we might already know the severity of it, what's going on. Um, you know, with things like shoulder injuries and whatnot, it's it's just a situation where there's there's no way of knowing until... Until the training staff has some information, until they see the MRIs. We could be looking at Curry being day to day, packed by the weekend. We could be looking at him being out for a few months, maybe even the season if he needs surgery or something like that. So we cross our fingers. It took a lot of air out of the building. Or that's, you know, the uh it's the metaphorical building because they were playing in Indiana Pacers fans were doing fine. Um, their team was winning. All was well. Um, but for Warriors fans, it, it just makes it hard to care too much about the game. You know, the, the Warriors are in a grind right now. That's, that's not a shock. They fell below 500 again. They're now 14 and 15. they They're right now fighting just to be in the playing tournament. Assuming health, you know, I, I still think this is very clearly a playoff team. I, I trust them to, to figure things out and start to put together some winning streaks here. They're still arguably the best team in the league right now at home they just haven't figured out how to win on the road um but yeah when when your superstar the player that your entire season depends on gets injured and you don't know the severity of it everything else becomes a little bit academic um but other than that it was an interesting game the Warriors got off to a decent start they They were playing without Andrew Wiggins and Klay Thompson. So uh, Jordan Poole in the starting lineup, Dante DiVincenzo got his first start of the year. Uh, And they came out with a ton of energy, um, despite it being the second half of a back-to-back. You know, they were clearly inspired after the poor performance against Milwaukee. Uh, The defense was really good out of the gates. Draymond had some really good defense. Steph was fire on offense. It was just a few minutes in, and he already had more points and more made field goals than he had against the Pacers last week when you might remember he had his worst game of the season, shooting three for 17, having just 12 points. He finished with 15 points in the first quarter um, and he was just getting everything he wanted, scoring from everywhere on the field, dishing the rock. More of the same for him in the second quarter when he came in off the bench, but the six minutes you know before he came off the bench were just disastrous for the Warriors. The, the bench was awful. Um, J. Michael Green was was terrible in the first half. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga was he was okay. Kind of nothing too notable. Anthony Lamb and Ty Jerome were just awful, I thought. Really, really bad games from them. They looked like two-way contracts, which is what they are. They, you know, um Anthony Lamb's been maybe overperforming that status a bit this year. Uh though I think some of the uh praise for him has been a little exaggerated. Um yeah. I'll leave it at that. Um, and and the Warriors just fell apart in the second quarter. They gave up 47 points, got outscored by 19. Um, Curry came in with a flurry at the end of the quarter, but even still they trailed by 20 at halftime. Curry had half of their points, 27 of the team's 54, and just no one could do anything offensively other than Steph. He not only had half of their points, but he was assisting on a lot of the points that he didn't have. Um, Jordan Poole just really wasn't providing much he finished with 20 points five rebounds and five assists but he shot eight for 22 from the field one for seven on threes turned the ball over four times five fouls bad defense tough game for him Um, and then they were excellent in the third quarter prior to Curry's injury They, they started to to make a huge run they cut the 20 point deficit down to five within a few minutes um they started Steve Kerr started Kaminga in the second half over Kavon Looney just to get Looney was playing fine, but just to get um a different look, try to exploit some matchups, uh try to go a little bit smaller and quicker, and it worked really well. Um they really started to cut away more great offense by Steph, more great defense by Draymond, uh Kamingo was playing well. Dante DiVincenzo was playing incredibly well. He had one of his best games of the year, 15 points, eight rebounds, three assists, shot four for 10 from the field, three for six on threes. Was just, he's just been so aggressive lately, putting his athleticism to work on in every part of the game, in, in transition offense, half-court offense, defense, rebounding, loose balls. Um, it's, it's been great to see. He's, he's really turning into quite an asset. Had a team, was a team high plus 19 in this game in his 38 minutes. Um, so that's kind of wild. You know, I I caution against, uh, using. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. and I don't think it really says anything about DiVincenzo so much as it says how awful the Warriors were for a very brief stretch in the second quarter and, and how much that cost them the game that he was plus nineteen, so and he played thirty-eight minutes. So in his thirty-eight minutes, the Warriors outscored the Pacers by nineteen points. And in the ten minutes when he was on the bench, they got outscored by the Pacers by twenty-five points in those ten minutes. Um Needless to say, the bulk of those 10 minutes were in the second quarter. Uh, and DiVincenzo then was part of of a bench unit that led a great rally in the fourth quarter. Um, the Warriors had made it close in the third, and then they started to lose touch with India a little bit before Curry's injury. Um, looked like they were, you know, starting to lose the game a little bit. And then Draymond Green got ejected at the start of the fourth quarter, so you're already down two starters, in Wiggins and Clay. Now you're down two more starters in Curry and Green. On a game where Steve Kerr was a little hesitant to pay your, play your fifth starter in Looney, and and it turned into quite a uh, quite a bench game, and and they fought like heck in the fourth quarter. Um, the closing lineup was Divincenzo. Jordan Poole, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and J. Michael Green. And it did some really, really, really great things. J. Michael Green, after an awful first half, was sensational in the second half. Um, 15 points, five rebounds. Uh, He made all four of his shots, including all three from downtown. Aggressive and energetic rebounding and on defense, did great things. I thought DiVincenzo was just, again, really phenomenal. Moses Moody, you know, he's still really passive, and, and, it's, and it's hurting the team a little bit, I think, on defense and on rebounding where he's just not doing much. But uh, in 23 minutes, he had 13 points, shooting five for six, two for three on threes, three assists to one turnover. Um, so some really good things from him as well. And the Warriors made it close. They brought the game down to the wire. Um, couldn't, couldn't quite close the door. The game turned, or not turned, but it was kind of defined. They they got close on a three. that made it a, a one-possession game, under a minute left. They looked like they got a stop when I believe it was Miles Turner drove to the hoop, and I believe Moses Moody tried to take a charge. It was called an offensive foul. The Warriors were going to get the ball back one-possession game. Rick Carlisle called a timeout, challenged the call. It was overturned. Instead, Turner shoots a pair of free throws. Um, and the Warriors never really were able to get their shot to tie it or win it again after that. So, you know, good fight for a team that was down two starters, back end of a back-to-back, lost their two best players in the second half, um, but still wasn't quite enough. On the uh, plus side, they did not get destroyed by Andrew Nembhard again. He had just eight points and three rebounds and three assists. So, you know, silver linings or whatever. But, again, um, you know, it's really hard to care too much about the outcome, win or lose. The Warriors are dependent on Steph Curry. Um, And if Steph is fine, he only misses, you know, a game or two and gets back out there, I have full confidence that this team is going to figure it out, put a run together, comfortably make the playoffs and make a lot of noise in the playoffs. Uh, If he's out for an extended amount of time, you know, it pops their bubble. And, you know, this is a league a lot of people, you know, over the last few years with the Warriors have kind of talked about trying to get more point guard depth for Curry for if he misses time so that they have a contingency plan. Um, There is no – there is no backup plan. This team is a championship contender with Steph Curry, and they are not without him. There's no there's no backup plan. There's no contingency. Um, if Steph Curry's on the court, they have a chance to win. It's that simple. So fingers crossed, toes crossed, you know, whatever else you want to cross. Hopefully Curry's back out on the court. Soon. Hopefully, he's okay. Follow GoldenStatemind.com for more information on him. We'll have you covered with the latest updates. The Warriors are back in action on Friday. It doesn't get any easier. They visit James Harden, Joel Embiid, and the Philadelphia 76ers for game three of this six game road trip. We are hoping that they can win a game. The last long road trip, they went 0 for 5. Get some wins here, Warriors, please. Thank you.